I know that your team is different than it was a couple of years ago uh, or a couple of weeks ago, sorry. Uh, and, and I know that the, the personnel challenges you're facing, but in the last couple of games in Dallas, were there times where you were almost dumbfounded at what you were seeing was going on on the ice? You know, the, you know the, the, the thing that bothers me the most, Bobby, and, and listen, we got a different lineup. It, it, it's, it was a different lineup at the beginning of the year from the prior years, and it's gotten a lot more different now than the start of this year. But we, we gave up some goals where maybe 20 seconds prior to those goals, we make an easy play, an easy pass. It's not, it's not handled right, or we have an easy pass. It's not uh, moved right. Uh, it, 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 the part that bothers me is it, the being self-inflicted. And uh, we make a great play. Del Z turns the net, makes a play up the middle of the jack. Jack fans on getting the pass. Ten seconds later, it's in the back of our net. So those are the things that that bothered me in that second period. Is it? Some of it was self-inflicted. Are we as strong as Dallas? No. Are we as strong as Florida? Not even close as far as personnel. But but if you play as a team, you can get a lot of things accomplished. And I just didn't like our sloppiness prior to some goals. And uh, uh, th I just want us to execute. I want us to play hard and I want us to execute the easy plays to give ourselves a fair chance at this. What are you doing with your lineup tonight? And I want to ask you that first, because before I talk about any certain guys, I don't know if they're in or out. What changes will you make tonight? Changes tonight. So Elvis will be in goal. Uh, Bayreuther goes in for Harry. Um, Max and Gregorenko are out. Stenlin and Cole Sherwood are in as far as forwards. So, so I was going to ask, and that's why I was asking about it, because Stenlin's been kind of waiting for you. Yeah. And if you look at him, you've got him, you've got uh, Josh Dunn now, and you have Ryan McInnes, three big body guys that are, you know, centers by position. They're, by, they're centers. You played some of them on the wings at time, at times. What are you going to do with those three big guys? Yeah, I, 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 I'm going to play Stens in the middle. I want to look at him again in the middle. Uh, I want to see if we can get him on the power play, if we ever get a penalty, if we ever get a, a number of power plays within a game. I want to see him on the flank on the power play because he has such a good shot. Uh, I want to give him another opportunity. He, he has, you know, I, as I said to you, it's been, it's been frustrating to me where I see him get to a level where I can go to my general manager and say, you know what, he's going to play. And then a week or two later, you can't find him. And that's my kind of conversation with Stens is, yeah, I know you're not always going to be rising in your game. You're still trying to be a National Hockey League here, but you can't start rising a little bit and then fall completely. You can take a little dip, but then get yourself back in the next game up to another level. And those are the things I want him to, uh, we, we met before the last game, as a matter of fact, and I told him, I said, you're going to play. You're going to get back in here, but this is what I'm looking for. And uh Big league shot, Bobby, and he's played some good minutes for us. Uh, uh, so we're going to see see what happens with him. Beirut is a guy I haven't really seen play much. Uh, had some really good uh, information on him. He's played 19 games in the league. Anxious to see him play in the back end. And I was going to ask you, is that just this, not an audition on the back end, but you want to get a look at everybody. Everybody that's under a two-way contract, I would imagine the Yarma would like to get to see because you have to figure out the future here from next yeah, year you know? and beyond, right? And just just like putting Letton in with Seth, uh, Seth Jones the other night, you got to figure out what you have. Yes, and 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 I'm leaving a lot of this up to Yarmo, uh, um, and he he wants to see Beirut. In this situation, I'm not sure if people understand. We only have four recalls throughout the rest of the year. We've already used one. Now we've used another one, taking people off the taxi squad squad where Beirut was. So we're trying to pick and choose those because now we only have two more recalls, and I leave it up to Yarmo who he wants to see. 
and Beirut was one of them. So we're going to put them in and uh, uh, and see where we go. In other organizations, have have you been through this where you're you're giving these guys chances? And in other times, have you leaned on a general manager as much as you're leaning on Yarmo for this year and what's going on? No, I I I, I this has been a uh, it's been a bad year. And I, I, I need to show the management, and Yarmo's been fantastic. He never has never been involved in, in who I put in, uh, in the lineup. But I wanted to go the other way with him when we were basically eliminated. Uh, I, I wanted, because I know he has some work to do and wants to piece some things together and start getting another blueprint here to try to get back on the right road. Uh, so I have gone to him. I told him right away, this was a few weeks ago, and we've had, we have conversations every day. And, uh, uh, I, I, and I think that's very important so he can look at some people. Max Domi didn't come back into the game after he took those penalties the other night. I was not surprised. Uh, you know, that's two times in a short period that he's had a blow up like that. I know early in the year you talked about wanting to see him be more of an emotional player because that's what he is. But this is not the kind of emotion you're talking about, is it? No, no. It, it, you know what? And I, I won't say it, it's – and this just isn't Max – we're Bobby, we're a 15 win team right now, 15 wins. Okay. We shouldn't argue with the referees. We should, if we take a penalty, you go right to the penalty box. The coaches shouldn't be yelling at linesmen. We, we shouldn't be complaining about a damn thing. We have no business to be involved in any shenanigans or any pissing and moaning on the ice. We have put ourselves in this hole as far as being a bottom dweller here right now, you act accordingly. You shut your mouth, try to be as best as you can as a team. And I just don't want any more shenanigans throughout the year. And because I, I have a, I'm very proud of what the organization, the whole organization has done the past four or five years and getting us to where we're gaining respect in this league. And uh, I'm really proud of, uh, of having to be a small part of that as we've gone through this year. We're not there now. And it's heartbreaking, heartbreaking. I'm not gonna have a team act silly when we're in this type of situation. Shut your mouth, no shenanigans, none of the showmanship, all that stuff. Play the game hard, win or lose, play your next game, end the season. That's how we go about our business. Hey, don't sell yourself short. I mean, it was you holding your leaders to a standard, which then held their teammates to a standard that really has put this franchise in that position to get that respect in the league. Yeah, but I, I'll go a step further. We, we have, uh, we, we've had some good players. Uh, uh, it starts with the scouting and right on through, and Yarmo has the same vision. I think we both have the same vision as far as qualities and character. Um, it, it, it was, uh, uh, I, I, it's all of us. And uh, I'm, uh, it, it was nice. It, it, it was, it was just, it was so, you just felt it when you walked in the building every day. It was easy to come into the building every day because you, you wanted to be around the guy because everybody was together. We're nowhere near that right now. And it's tough to go into the building some days. It is, especially now when you know you're going to be done here in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. And uh, I, I just, uh, I just want us to handle us. You handle yourself the right way, and you may have a little bit of that arrogance as you go through when you're building a team and you feel good. You need to have that, Bobby. You, you, you don't cross the line as far as being an idiot of, as, about arrogance, but you need to really feel good about yourself and, and display yourself that way. Right now, we are not a good hockey club in any fashion, and I don't. I just don't want us. I want us to just 
skate each shift hard as you can, get to the bench, get ready for your next shift. And we're going to do that for the rest of the year, however many games we win. And we're going to have some struggles here, I'll tell you right now. It's not going to get any easier as far as the teams we're playing, as far as the winning and losing. I don't care. I want us to handle ourselves the right way as far as being businesslike, play as hard as you can, get on the bus, go to the next game, no matter what the result is, and do this right on through the year. Cam Atkinson is a guy who's been one of your leaders. He wears an A on his sweater, uh, but he's always been behind Nick Foligno. Nick was always that captain, and Cam was there. And, you know, Cam, we've talked about this before. He's a streaky guy. Sometimes he's there on the ice. Sometimes he's not there on the ice. Uh, He hasn't been there on the ice so much right now. Is this a time where he's got to step up and not necessarily be more vocal, but show more of that leadership with the way he's carrying himself on the ice and doing the things that he can do to to help your team get into those positions to be able to win games? Yeah, and, and this is a great opportunity for him because he really hasn't been in that spot, you know, as far as taking uh, some of that stuff off the ice and and some of maybe meeting with some players if he doesn't think it's going well and, and stuff like that instead of the coach always doing it. So he he has not been responsible for that when Nick has been the captain. I'm sure I, we've used it as a leadership group when Nick was here uh, and he's been involved in some of that stuff. This is a tough situation. Hey, hey, let's be honest. Cam, Cam, the veteran guys, Jonesy, Cam, and those guys there have watched their buddies leave, either through a number of injuries that we have or through the trading deadline. Some very important people have left this team, a whole bunch, and they've watched them go, and now they're playing for nothing. I'm not saying it's easy to get motivated and play all these games, but you got to find a way to be the best way you can be as a pro to help this team finish with some dignity as we go through the rest of the year. You mentioned Elvis is going to start tonight, and I want to ask you about your goalies because, you know, sometimes you can look at your team and say, you know, the forwards this and the defense this, and, you know, the goalies played okay. But you've said this a couple of weeks ago. You said they both have to be better, and I'm watching what's going on in the last couple of games, and you had to pull Corpy out of that game again the other night. Um, You know, is is this a time where – be it fair or be it not fair, they've got to step up and they've got to elevate their game to another level here because it's not the same team in front of them. It's not the same kind of team defense that's going to be played. Yes, they're going to get hung out to dry at times. Yes, they're going to give up goals. But the fact of the matter is they have to give a little bit more right now. Yes, they do. They have to be better. I, I know they can be better. They're all part of it. They're all part of it. None of us can hide anywhere as far as trying to be better. And, uh, you know, it's that taboo. You don't talk about the goalies. Bull- uh, they have to be better, and and I and I don't think they mind at all because I I think they're two they're one of the two most accountable players I've coached, uh, especially goalies. Goalies are, are you know it's a really different situation in the game because they have a position coach, and they're kind of off in their own little world. And I think that's why there's never really any accountability brought in, I guess, from the coaching staff or anybody else. I, I, I have never gone about it that way. And, and I think we have two solid, let, let's forget about th- their play on the ice. We have two solid guys there that are willing to hold themselves accountable. And you could ask them the same question you're asking me and they'd say the same thing. They have to be better. Hey, speaking of that, you just mentioned your goalie coach, not by name, but Manny Legacy is that guy. We never talk about him. And a lot of the reason is because those guys have been so good for you in the last couple of years. And there's no reason to, but you know, that, when you're talking about a coach that's relatable to the players that he is directly coaching and you've got a guy that has been a champion in his playing career and, and such a down to earth and good natured and easy to get along with guy and keep you accountable guy like Manny legacy. How big of a help is that for you with those two? And the fact that, you know, maybe some of that has to do with why they're so accountable to their game. Yes. Yes. It's so true. He's, he's done such a great job with them. Uh, I watch it. I, I get out of the way, Bobby. I don't get involved in any of the meetings and, and stuff like that. I'm out of the way. But as always, I like watching the dynamic 
Uh, I like I watch the dynamic between players when the assistant coaches are doing some tape work or or maybe they have the room a particular day with their penalty kill. I watch the room and see how how that all works. I've watched the relationship of Manny and these two goalies develop. And uh, it, it, it's such a uh, it's an easy relationship. They're not afraid to talk with him. Uh, it, it's just uh, it's really solid as far as the good, the bad and the ugly that comes with such a a major position in our game, such a unique position in our game, I have no worries as far as what's going on there, as far as uh, the teaching and the accountability going on. And a guy that you can talk to in any way that you want to because he's he's never going to be offended. If you attack him, he's not offended. In fact, he probably attacks you back. And uh, and if you're nice to him, it doesn't matter, right? We've had some. We've had some along the way. And, and, and I've learned from him, you know. And as I say, all those type of things, when you get into a little bit of an argument or some conflict – you go at it, you go at it like men, and you get a better understanding. Me and Manny have gone at it a few times along the way, uh, and, and, but he understands that it's all about making them the best they can be so we can be the best team we can be. It's never personal stuff like that. And uh, I've grown closer to him as we've gone over here the past couple of years. Well, Torch, thank you very much. Uh, I haven't been spoiled this uh, much this year, but I'm back in the Florida sun, separate but together with you, you guys. Now. So, you look like that? you're spoiled right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One of the few times I've been spoiled all year, you know. How'd your boy do? He play. He's going to play a game on Wednesday over in, in Bradenton. So when we leave uh, to go over to Tampa, I'll get to see him play on Wednesday. Okay, so you haven't he, – he hasn't played yet prior to this. Well, no, he has played. I mean, when, when we were down here a couple of weeks ago, we saw him play. He pitched very well. He, okay. He's been playing, but he this week – actually, he's going to come over and he's going to uh, sit with me in the booth in the games. He, he Quite frankly, he's been uh, – a pretty big help to me. He's now, now he's 19 going on 20. Now he's a spotter. Now he's got a great opinion during every commercial break. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I should probably just give him a headset and let him go on the air because they would, all. well, it would certainly be better than just me talking all the time. And he's a former goalie. So they know everything. Well, he's a nut job then. He's a nut job. <laughs> I introduced him to Phil Esposito last time in Tampa and Phil, I said, uh, he's a goalie that has turned uh, a right-handed pitcher. And Phil said, nah, you don't look dumb enough to be a goalie, actually. <laughs> well, if, if you introduce him to Phil, and I'm very good friends with Phil, that's a nut job meeting a nut job. Because <laughs> Phil's a nut job. <laughs> All right, George. Thank you very much. Uh, best of luck in these games against the Panthers. Talk to you in Tampa. Okay, Bobby. Be well.